Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. This episode explores new research which has found that climate change might be responsible for the emergence of Candida auris, a fungus that can cause candidiasis in humans. In sweltering swamps, you seethe and sweat, shedding layers to acclimatise to the rising heat learning to bask in the warmth of its embrace as you spread invasive tendrils to test the boundaries of your habitat. Your colonies have not entered our consciousness. Hiding behind the certainty of our thermal restriction zones, we isolate you from the ear canal of a 70-year-old Japanese woman, where having grown resistant to the profligacy of our heat, You sneer with contempt at our lame attempts to subdue your yeasty taint with latent medicine. Piles of pills lie half-opened, scattered across freshly mopped hospital corridors that gleam in the radiance of their inadequacies. Within the clammy crevices, you watch admiringly as we turn up the heat. An open invitation from your clement, conscientious hosts. This poem is inspired by research published in MBio, which has found that global warming may have played a pivotal role in the emergence of Candida auris. This is a new drug-resistant fungal species, which was first isolated from the ear canal of a 70-year-old Japanese woman at the Tokyo Metropolitan Geriatric Hospital in Japan in 2009, hence auris, which is the Latin word for ear. It is one of the few candida species of fungus that can cause candidiasis in humans and has also been shown to display multiple drug resistance. Candidiasis is an infection with candida. Many candida infections are localised and only infect one part of the body. For example, cutaneous candidiasis affects the skin, while orophanagial candidiasis or thrush affects the mouth or throat. Invasive candidiasis is a more severe condition that is different than candidiasis of the skin and nails because it is not localised. Invasive candidiasis can affect the blood, brain, eyes and other organs in the body and it can be life-threatening. This invasive form of candida has tendrils that grow like roots and which can penetrate the wall of the bowel, acting like a leaking pipe through which waste products and toxins can enter into the bloodstream, causing severe sickness and ill health. When candida auris was first observed in humans, it was hypothesised that it developed and spread because of an overuse of antifungal drugs. However, the fact that initial incidents of the infection occurred almost simultaneously across three separate continents, Asia, South America and Africa, indicates that the overuse of antifungal drugs is unlikely to be the sole reason for why this fungus has recently emerged as a human pathogen, i.e. a microorganism that causes disease in humans. One of the reasons that fungal infections are relatively rare in humans is because of the mammalian thermal restriction zone, i.e. most of the fungi in the environment cannot grow in the relatively high body temperatures of humans and other mammals. However, in this study, researchers found that Candida auris is capable of growing at higher temperatures than most of its closely related species, leading them to speculate that one of the reasons for this might be because it has evolved to adapt to the effects of global warming.
The researchers argue that Candida auris previously existed as a plant saprophyte, an organism which gets its energy from dead and decaying organic matter in a wetland environment, and that its emergence as a human pathogen might have been linked to global warming effects on wetlands, causing the fungus to develop a greater thermal tolerance. Alternatively, the effect of higher UV radiation in combination with global warming might have caused mutagenic effects, being able to adapt to surviving in an animal host. In the study, the researchers are careful to note that while global warming-related changes in the environment might have played a prominent part in Candida auris's emergence, they're unlikely to be the sole cause. For example, assuming that Candida auris has other hosts in the biosphere, such as birds, it is possible that changes to these hosts might also provide an additional variable for the emergence of this organism as a human pathogenic fungus. While further research is needed to determine the exact cause for the emergence of Candida auris, the findings from this study suggest that this might only be the beginning of fungi adapting to higher temperatures, with global warming likely leading to the evolution of fungal species that are more thermally tolerant such that they too can breach the mammalian thermal restriction zone. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. In sweltering swamps you seethe and sweat, shedding layers to acclimatise to the rising heat, learning to bask in the warmth of its embrace as you spread invasive tendrils to test the boundaries of your habitat. Your colonies have not entered our consciousness. Hiding behind the certainty of our thermal restriction zones, we isolate you from the ear canal of a 70-year-old Japanese woman, where having grown resistant to the profligacy of our heat, you sneer with contempt at our lame attempts to subdue your yeasty taint with latent medicine. Piles of pills lie half-opened, scattered across freshly mopped hospital corridors that gleam in the radiance of their inadequacies. Within the clammy crevices, you watch admiringly as we turn up the heat. An open invitation from your Clement, conscientious hosts. section of the podcast I like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode I'll be reading a section from The Book of the Dead Man Fungi by Marvin Bell. Marvin Bell is an American poet, critic and teacher who was born in New York City in 1937. He's published several collections of poetry and prose, most recently Vertigo, The Living Dead Man Poems with Copper Canyon Press in 2011. This collection includes several examples of a new poetic form that Bell invented, the Dead Man Poems, in which the protagonist is both alive and dead at once, a Schrodinger's poet who invites the reader to consider several different personas and perspectives, often simultaneously. The Book of the Dead Man, Fungi, by Marvin Bell. Number one, about the dead man and fungi. The dead man has changed his mind about moss and mould, about mildew and yeast, about rust and smut, about soot and ash. Whereas once he turned from the sour and the decomposed, now he breathes deeply in the underbelly of the earth, of mushrooms, baker's yeast, 
fungi or wood decay and the dogs preceding their masters to the burnt acre of morals and the little seasonals themselves stuck on their wobbly pin stems for in the pan they float without crisping for they are not without a hint of the sublime nor the curl of a hand these are the caps and hairdos, the mini-umbrellas, the zeppelins of a world in which human beings are heavy-footed mammoths, puffballs and saucers, recurrent, recumbent. They fill the encyclopedia, not wrought for the pressed eternity of flowers or butterflies, loners and armies alike appearing overnight at the point of return. They live fast. They die young. They will be back. Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.